I want to dive into seven ways to approach building a great online fitness business. And obviously, there's many ways of doing that. There's many ways of going about building a great business. And so I want to cover seven of those. And these are really not going to be strategic things like tactics or ways of posting or ways of creating content or ways of creating selling this uh, or ways of selling. Sorry, this is going to be about the way you think, right? This is a big thing that I touch on in the academy when it comes to building a business is it's about the tactics, it's about the strategy, it's about the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, but it's also about the way that you think. And if the way that you think is not optimized, then it makes things harder to actually go about the day-to-day things you need to do to build the business. So if you can get your psychology and your mindset the way you set your mind um, in the right place, then it's just gonna make it much easier for you to build your business. And this stuff that I'm gonna talk about is not an overnight thing that you can just switch on, but I'm basically gonna highlight some ways of approaching things, some mind setting that you can do to really just make you succeed online and uh, help you with building a great online fitness business. So number one is be prepared to try new things that may seem uncomfortable. Now, this might seem obvious, but it's no different to your clients, right? Maybe you're helping people lose weight or gain muscle or increase their performance. And so in order for you to help them achieve that goal, in order for you to help them uh, be able to lose weight or increase weight or be better performance in their sports or or get better performance from their bodies to, to succeed in their sports, they're typically gonna have to go to the gym or eat a certain way that might make them feel a little bit uncomfortable in order for them to achieve their goal. And the same is gonna be true for you when it comes to building your business is there's gonna be some things that you get to. Maybe that's creating a reel. Maybe that's going live like this. Maybe that's sharing some social proof. Maybe that's adding people to your network that's gonna make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then you've got really two decisions at that point. You can go, okay, I'm gonna stay like right here where I feel comfortable and not take any action, or I'm gonna see if I can push myself a little bit to step into what does make me feel a little bit uncomfortable in pursuit of my goals. And you have to really, if you wanna succeed, be prepared to choose option two, where you have to pursue things that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable if you wanna succeed. That's really just the the trade-off, so to speak, when it comes to building a business. But I see a lot of coaches just get roadblock and stop as soon as they start to feel a little bit uncomfortable. And then they wonder why they're not growing or seeing any results. And that is no different to your clients, maybe not going down to the gym when they know they need to do that to get the results. They're stopping when they get a little bit uncomfortable and that's why they're not seeing success with their weight loss or their their weight gain if they're trying to build muscle. And so the first thing is be prepared to actually try new things that may seem uncomfortable and do more things that actually make you feel uncomfortable because that's where the growth opportunity lies, all right? The next thing is don't binge on information because if you binge on information and you consume all this stuff on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, or my content, my podcast, et cetera, but you don't take any action, then you're not gonna get anywhere. You're just gonna be consuming forever and you're gonna become infobese, right? You're gonna become overweight with information. It's no different to your clients eating too much without training enough. And it's the same when it comes to building your business. If you want it to be a great one, you wanna be successful, you wanna bring on clients and you wanna make an impact in this space, in the fitness and health space, then you've gotta consume and then you've gotta implement. You've gotta consume 
and then you've got to implement. You can't just keep consuming all the time because consumption doesn't lead to change in action and it doesn't lead to progress. It just leads to you feeling good about yourself, but nothing really happening other than you just consuming more and more things because it's a trap. There's so much things that you could consume. You could be on Instagram watching content. You could be on Facebook or YouTube or listening to podcasts. And there's so much abundance out there that you could be listening to, but it's often a trap. And you almost get into this phase of just consuming, 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 thinking you're working and building your business when actually you're just consuming information. So don't binge too much. You want to consume and implement, consume and implement. And this is the same thing that I teach the coaches inside the academy. Don't just consume every single training in sight. Consume, take the action at the end of the lesson or the training or the teaching or the call and then go consume something else and then go implement. All right, let's keep moving forward. Number three is don't compare yourself to other people. And you've maybe heard this before, but learn from other people. So it's almost like a um, contradiction, right? Don't compare yourself to other people, but learn from other people because you can actually learn from other people by comparing yourself to other people. But what I'm saying when it comes to don't compare is don't compare yourself in a way where you're looking at someone and putting them on a pedestal. That's not the way to go about it because that's instantly going to make you feel inferior and deflated when it comes to where you're at in your journey. But what you can do is you can create a mindset where you're looking to other people for inspiration and maybe creative ideas and getting a feel for what other people are doing. And that is positive. I do that personally. I like to look into the industry, both in the business coaching space within the health and fitness industry, but also outside of it and look at what other people are doing in other industries, building their brands, building their businesses for inspiration and almost like a different creative stimulus, so to speak. And so it can be very useful as long as you don't approach it in a way where they're better than you or they're further ahead than you because that can lead you into almost that negative spiral of feeling like an imposter or inferior or like you're not good enough or why would anyone buy from me? you know? And so that's the way to approach comparison, but also learning from other people. So let's keep moving forward. I've got one, two, three, four more things that I want to cover with you inside of this training and podcast today. The next one is focus on the little victories, kind of like with your clients. Um, if they're not seeing massive progress in their weight loss journey or with gaining weight or increases in their performance, depending on what you help people with, you just want to get them to focus on those little victories because with those little victories, you can create momentum with them. And with that momentum, you can actually create results that are going to satisfy your clients and lead them to a place where they feel good and they feel accomplished and they feel like they've achieved what they set out to achieve with you, right? And so it's all about where possible, especially when building a business, when it can seem like a slow process, focusing on those like little victories, those little wins, those little things that you can go, you know what, that that thing went well, or that was really good that I did today, or I'm really proud of this thing that I did, or okay, I didn't make any sales this week, but I had some really good conversations with people, and now I've got a better pipeline of people um, that's going to lead to long-term growth of my business, and really not just focusing too much on just the revenue victories, but focusing on like those little mini victories or client uh, victories and wins and not getting too 
sidetracked with how much money you're always making because I think that's a good barometer for success and it's always a good kind of score sheet so to speak when it comes to building your business you look at your income you look at your bank account you look at how much revenue on your clients you're bringing on and it's kind of an easy picture to see whether you're moving in the right direction but there's a lot of things that you're doing day to day in your business that are actually leading to you having better financial months which you're maybe not seeing because you're just focused on the financials and you're not focused on all those little things the little victories that are essentially building towards having a great online fitness business so hopefully this is making sense so far if it is let me know if you're listening to the podcast back on any of the platforms just give it a head nod if this makes sense and if you're watching this online somewhere let me know let me know in the comments so the next thing i want to touch on i think this goes without saying and this is pretty obvious and it might seem like well duh um if you're in this space but stay on top of your own health nutrition and well-being i see a lot of fitness coaches and health coaches and even myself sometimes let our own fitness health nutrition and well-being take a back seat whilst we build our business but at the end of the day you are the business you are the person that runs the calls you are the person that drives the marketing, that does the accounting, that has to show up with energy for your clients. And so if you're not looking after your own well-being and health and nutrition, then you're going to find yourself in a bad situation, both mentally and physically, that's going to have a negative impact on your business. But on the flip side, if you prioritize yourself and you carve out time to make sure that you're looking after yourself first, then you're going to be able to serve others much better. And I went through um, this phase quite recently of just like hammering work and just hustling and grinding. And I think that's important sometimes when it comes to building a business, just going at it and making progress and using the momentum that you've got. But sometimes that can lead to a place where you burn out. And I recently burnt out myself. I um, got so, so um, stressed and overworked and overwhelmed in my business that I actually uh, developed shingles. And I've actually, if you could see me on video right now, you probably won't be able to see this, but I've essentially lost my eyelashes for, from scarring because I got shingles on my face. Um, it was over my eyelid and I was literally just wiped out. I almost um, could have lost my vision, you know, like that was quite a big thing to kind of stop and take a step back and think, whoa, I need to start prioritizing my health and stopping when I start to feel myself maybe get burnt out or maybe get a little bit overworked because at the end of the day, your health is everything. If you don't have your health, how are you going to be able to show up for your clients, for your family, for your friends, for the people that you care about? And that was a big wake up call for me and which is why I'm talking about it today because I think it's an important thing to share when it comes to building a business because like it is demanding, it is tough. There's a lot of things that you have to do on a daily basis that can suck your energy. And although you may love it, like I think it's important to have balance and also look after yourself in the process of building your business. If you agree with that, let me know. Give me a head nod. Give me a comment below. Um, I want to dive into the next two things. I've got two more things for you before we wrap up today. And then I'm going to go and drink this San Pellegrino before my next call. But there's two more things I want to share with you. And this is really about other people's opinions. So I shared this in a post the other day about like haters and people maybe not agreeing with you or what you are posting or saying or what you're preaching etc and I really encourage you I really encourage you to do your best to not let the other um sorry to not let the opinions of other people stop you from sharing your message because 
even though someone may not agree with what you say or what you do and the method that maybe you follow to getting your clients results, it doesn't mean that it's not a valid opinion or way of doing things. It's just your way of doing things. And so if someone disagrees with you, which they will, if you get bigger and bigger and bigger, then just don't take that personally. Don't take it to heart because it's not a true reflection of whether what you're saying is valid or not. It's just their opinion and you've got your opinion and everyone's got their own opinions. And this is kind of the double-edged sword when it comes to like building an online coaching business is people are not going to agree with you. You know, people are going to listen to what you say and go, I don't agree with that. I think it's BS or whatever, right? That comes with the territory of building a business and being online and sharing your message and sharing your journey and talking about what you do on social media. There's going to be some people that don't agree with you. And the quicker you can learn to build that thick skin and not really take those things to heart, the better you're going to be long term in being able to do the things that you need to do consistently to build your business because you're not letting the opinions of other people impact you and affect you from doing the things that you need to do. All right. So final thing. So seven out of seven, here we go, is consistency matters more than a few good days. And this is going to wrap up nicely to what you probably preach to your clients or what you want your clients to understand when it comes to their health journey, their, their weight loss, their weight gain, their development with their mindsets, whatever you're teaching your clients to do, I bet you'd say to them, like consistency matters more than a few good days. Because in business, you can't just have a couple of good days and expect to see consistency if you're not being consistent, right? A few good days doesn't lead to a consistent business. You've got to be consistent day in, day out to actually see long-term growth and success. And I think it's important to say that you may not have tons of time on your hand right now to build your business. You may not have eight hours a day to go about building your business. But what I'd encourage you to do, instead of just blocking out five hours and just doing one chunk of time a week on your business, break it down into smaller chunks, do an hour a day and be more consistent and spread it out over a longer period because that will benefit your business more because you're going to be constantly um, showing up. You're going to be constantly um, really making the algorithm work for you. If you're using social media, you're going to be constantly in people's faces with your message. You're going to be constantly visible if you're breaking things up and being consistent versus if you just show up once a week, people are going to miss you. People are not going to see you. People are not going to hear you. So you've got to be consistent. You've got to be showing up on a consistent basis if you want a consistent business. And to go back to the burnout thing, it's better to be consistent over a longer period of time than just having these massive sprints and bursts and then burning out. So versus having just one amazing massive week, but then like feeling depleted the week afterwards or low energy or not able to show up and do the things you need to do, like step back a little bit and spread out your commitment and energy and time invested over a longer time horizon and stay consistent. Because this game, it isn't a sprinting process. This game of building a business or doing anything to that to that matter is is about being consistent and 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 treating it more like a marathon than a sprint. Yeah. And if you can do that, 
then that's going to give you the best opportunity to actually build a great fitness business that you can be proud of, that you can look back on and go, you know what, I've built something great here. But it really comes down to the things that I mentioned today. Um, and maybe there's some things that I missed. You know, I didn't cover everything. There's only so much time I can spend with you here today going through some of these topics and approaches. But if there's one that you really are thinking is more important than everything that I've mentioned, let me know in the comments if you're watching this back on social media or you're here live with me. Um, but hopefully you found this valuable. Hopefully you got something from this, even if just one of those points resonated with you and it led you to thinking, okay, this is how I'm going to show up from now on, or this is what I'm going to be mindful of from now on, or this is what I'm going to try my best to think about when I come to doing this or that in my business, then my job has been done today and um, I'm going to be very satisfied if that's the case. So hopefully you found this valuable. If you did, let me know. If you think this should be shared with someone, hit the share button or take a screenshot, upload it to your social media. I don't run ads for the podcast. Um, so when this is going out on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher, like the only way I can grow this and get this information to more people is simply by you sharing it. So I'm hoping as a gesture of goodwill, if you do get some value from any of these remote coaches podcasts, that you do me a favor and share it on to someone who needs it. Maybe that's another fitness coach, another online trainer, someone looking to get into the health and fitness space because I truly put a lot of thought and energy into these podcasts because I actually want to impact people and help people with achieving their goals and building their businesses. So I'm going to sign out from here. Hopefully you found this valuable and I will see you guys very soon. Take care.